Hello, and welcome back to the Building HVAC Science Podcast, where it's our goal to help create better, more knowledgeable HVAC and building performance technicians by helping the two professions better understand each other with the ultimate goal of making customers happy in the homes they live in and the buildings they work in. I might call this the HVAC Community Podcast sometimes for all the connections that I think I'm building myself and helping to build for you, the listeners. Jennifer Manzo is a powerhouse. I do not know where she finds the time to do all she does. From running an HVAC business and raising a family in Maine with her partner, Valentina Valeriani, to creating HVAC Chicks Coalition, to running a free tech support line, the information's in the show notes, the phone number there, and much, much more. I really don't know how she does it. In this podcast, mentions it's one of her goals to help save the trades by allowing people who cannot afford training to get into the industry. I encourage you to listen in to Jennifer's inspirational story and to connect and support her efforts the best you can. All kinds of links in the show notes to the Misfits of HVAC podcast, to the tech support line, the phone number. They're also on Facebook Messenger. Also, take a look at SkillCat skillcatapp.com. Jennifer was the first ambassador for Skillcat and actually helped to write some of their trainings. So I encourage you to listen in on this podcast and learn more about what Jennifer is doing and how she believes that free remote training is key to the future of HVACR. Today, I have a new guest, someone I haven't had in the show before, and a new person I'm really meeting face-to-face for the first time is Jennifer from HVA Chicks. I always <laughs> want to put the C in there, two Cs, right? Mm-hmm. Jennifer, you have a company name, but you also your last name, where do you go by? Yeah, so my last name is Manzo, but my company name is under my husband's last name, which is Valerini Air Conditioning. And then I go by HVA Chicks Jennifer most places on the internet. <laughs> so some people listening may be familiar with you, others may not. What are all the social media activities you're involved in? Yeah, so there's a lot of them. I am co-host of the new super popular show, Misfits of HVAC podcast on YouTube with Ryan Hughes. And then I am a social media influencer for SkillCat. I own HVHX Coalition, which is a free training coalition and resource management coalition for what started out as women. And now we just take any tech in the HVAC field. It's a remote training coalition, so we're able to train techs all over the country. And I am also (laughs) a business owner. I own Valerie Air Conditioning out of Maine, and I am an HVAC engineer as well. So what's your backstory? How'd you get to this place? So I'm also, I own a homeschool pod. And a lot of years ago, I was looking for vocational remote ways for them to learn trades, any trade. And I stumbled upon SkillCat app, which is a free training app where you can get your EPA. And I went through the process, just checking it out and ended up an HVAC tech. But my husband was an HVAC tech for 24 years at that point already. So I already had a love. (laughs) So it's a family business. Yes. How many people are working with you? We have three of us total. Three total. Okay. And you mentioned Maine really quickly there. Tell us about Maine. How long have you been there? I've been here my whole life, born and raised. Oh, yeah. We started our business on our own four years ago. We've both been in the fields a lot longer than that, but it's been awesome. We don't have a slow season here, so we are just pretty much busy all year long. What's the location, city? I'm in Naples, Maine. 
What's that near for people that might not? Sebago Lake. It's the lakes region. It's the tourist area of the state. What kind of work does your company do? We do everything HVAC from heat pumps to building science to install, service, and engineering. What got you to go from engineering into the service aspect? I didn't. I went the other way. I actually started out as an HVAC tech and then wanted to further my education. And so I went to school and became an engineer thinking that I would use it all the time. And (laughs) now I am one year out of school and have used it a total of three times. But it did help, obviously, with the building science. So. How do you describe building science for what you do for your customers? As far as building science and HVAC, which is what I do, I do a lot of model houses. I do heat load calculations, manual J, SD. I do a lot of new builds, assisting other companies on new builds and designing their systems as well. So it seems like you talked about the HVA chicks. Is that what you call the training coalition? And how did that start? So that started because I was working for Skillcat app at the time. I was their main influencer. They were a startup at that moment and needed to really push their brand. So I got it out to the public and I'm also their women's ambassador. So we wanted to come up with kind of an exclusive group for the women of Skillcat. So we came up with HVHX Coalition. It has since boomed out far beyond Skillcat ever thought of having it be, but now it's just HVHX Coalition. (laughs) With the coalition, you said it's a training coalition. I've seen some posts on Facebook about this. What's the best way if I want to put a link in the show notes for someone to track and follow this? Okay, so we have a Facebook group that is the best way because that's where everyone is. And it is just HVA Chicks Coalition, HVA-Chicks Coalition, and then all of my social media pages as well. I see that it's expanded. There's other people than just you taking part in this. Other people have jumped on. Who else is helping? And how does that all work? We're still figuring out how it works, honestly. Every person that has a hand in it right now is doing it for free, 100%. We have no money. We're just now in the season of gaining sponsors and then choosing from the sponsors that want to be part of it. And then eventually we'll be able to hire, which I'm hoping for in January. So right now we have a fellow HVA chick, Misty Miners, is a huge part of it. She's like hand in hand with me every day. And then we have Jimmy Hesbach, which is HVAC teacher from HVAC Army. We have Dirk Nauman, who is a huge sponsor of ours, HVAC Simulator. He's given us all of his training for free, which is amazing. Crazy amazing. And then we have JD Kelly, who has been making leaps and bounds in more of your aspect with Ty and Craig shouting him out and using his materials. He's doing the graphics that everybody's seeing all over the internet. He donates his to us, which is crazy awesome too. And so basically what I do is I take materials from everybody's training platforms and then I create my own as well. And then each week, each student, which we have 103 students, gets an email from me with three links. And those three links are all related trainings from all of our platforms. And then they have the week to work on it. And then if they have questions or need more help, we every person is custom. So what Misty and Jimmy and all the others do, and my husband Val is part of it as well, what we all do is we run the tech support line. So the tech support line is the number one way that we get new students as well. So it's 100% free. Anyone in the field can call in. The only thing that you have to do is let us know that you are a contractor. We do not help homeowners at this point. But any contractor can call in at any point of the day, 24-7, 365, and depending on whose day it is, you'll get that person and they will walk you through. And right now we're at 100% wins. We've never had one that we couldn't diagnose. So it's pretty awesome. That's amazing. 
really shows, I guess, all people are like you have a huge heart. And I know you have a huge heart. You also have a family too, right? Yes. Yes, I do. A very big one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anybody running around in the background right now. So Yeah, they're actually pretty good. So I have six children that range from 22 years old to seven months old <laughs> with three 17-year-olds in the middle and a nine-year-old. So pretty busy. Do you have a vision for where this is going to go or are you just taking it as it comes? I have a vision for sure. <laughs> do you want to share that vision? Yeah. Eventually. I've been in talks with another podcaster who has the same vision and eventually our vision, and I won't name that person now, but our vision is to own a school someday and we'll be able to teach every single aspect of HVAC and refrigeration. Our main goal is to be sort of like the ultimate tech academy in Arkansas, where any tech can come, no matter where they're from or what their background is, they'll be able to come and get more learning as to where they are specifically. So that's our plan. But for the meantime... The now plan is just to get this out to as many people as possible, really push the tech support, push the fact that everything is free. I never, ever, ever in 20 years, I still will not charge a single thing to a single student ever. So that's the big thing. Most training is not free right now. So when you envision this, it, like you said, it grew out of SkillCat. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about SkillCat. I know a little bit about it, but I think the listeners may want to hear more. So SkillCat is still technically legally a startup. It is four years old and it is a online trade school. It started out with just HVAC. It is now branched to other trades, plumbing included. And it is the only place online, is the only place anywhere that you can get your EPA universal or one or two or three for free. And basically you download the app, you open it up and it asks you what your career path is. So where you're already at and where you would like to go. And then when you click that, it sets up an entire training program for you. So an entry-level tech would start out with their EPA 608 Universal, and then they would dial it in more as to whether they want to go into residential or commercial, whether they want to do chillers or hydronics or whatever they might want to do. And basically you go through the modules. It's a series of modules from different trainings on the internet that they put together with questions for retention. You answer them, you retain it, you take the tests and you pass and you get your EPA. And you can actually continue that after your EPA, far after your EPA. I'm still doing it now. And I've been a student for five years there. So I was their first graduate actually. Oh, really? Wow. And it's just that easy. Just download the app, pick your path, and it's all digital, all online, Yes. all within the app? And they also do recruiting and hiring. So you can actually get a job through SkillCat after that. And they do full company awareness training. So you can track your employees through the app as well. And you can really dial it in and choose what that employee needs for help in what aspect. So that's pretty cool too. You said you were one of the primary content contributors. Do they have more now? They don't. They did branch out into more. It was a costly endeavor. So everything that I do now, I do for free. Well, I do in trade for their training that they donate to HVHX. So it's just me. Very good. I know you also do in something else on social media is the calendar. Tell us a little about that, where that idea sprouted from and where it's going. That is so crazy to me still to this moment. So I actually have one here. This is the HVAC Hunks calendar. And what happened was we were watching the overtime show one day and they made a funny joke about Dustin Cole being in a HVAC calendar and how great that would be. <laughs> so I took that idea. I talked to everybody and I ran with it. Everybody really wanted to be a part of it. It's been a huge project that I just thought was going to be this dumb little novelty. And it ended up being amazing. It's this 
crazy awesome calendar that has every single person you know in HVAC in it, including True Tech Tools. And you also donated to us an awesome 10% off link that's going to be valid through Christmas, which is amazing. And so what we did was we wanted it to be inclusive for everybody and not just the ones that you typically see in everything right now. So what we have is every month is a podcaster or somebody that is big in the industry. But the front and back covers are people who are not, or people who are just regular HVAC techs like I am. And we have a mix of women, men, every race, every walk of life. It's great. That's pretty cool. So you don't do a podcast, but you do this, the Misfits show. What do you call it again? Misfits of HVAC? Yeah, Misfits of HVAC. I'm a co-host on that podcast. Okay. And again, that was every... Saturday night, 9 Eastern. 9 Eastern. Okay. They're starting to get pretty full, the calendar, for everybody watching, <laughs> to watch and listen to all these things, right? We are booked just on Misfits alone till October. So Wow. And then just during the week, how many do you watch or you're aware of? I watch all of the big ones. I watch Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. I'm there every single show. That is solely because they're at my show. So we got to support each other. Do you want to list those off? Yeah, absolutely. So Monday night, we have Chris Stevens and HVACR videos. We also have HVAC 2.0 on Monday nights. And then Tuesday is the Reliable HVACR podcast, which is Adrian's show. And then we have Wednesday night, HVAC Uncensored with Gil Cavey Jr. Thursday is Pat Finley's new Kitchen Chronicles one, which is actually really cool. That one is all hot side and cold side, which is a lot of learning for me, which I like. And then Friday, we have the HVAC Overtime show. None other like it. Not safe for work, just so you know. <laughs> and then Saturday night is Ryan and I, Misfits of HVAC. And then Sunday is the Grapevine Show, Building Sign Show. That's so cool. Wow. Pretty soon we're going to need like a TV guide or a directory and online director for all these. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's amazing. We haven't doubled up yet. It's pretty crazy. So give anybody who hasn't been to one of these, attended one of these shows or events, I'll try to put all the links in the show notes here, but What's the process? They're all different. Is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, they are all different. And each one brings something else to the community. So it's very much a community. And that's not how typical podcasts work in other fields. So in the HVAC field, the podcasters are all very much on the same level as the techs. We're all down in the trenches too. We're all HVAC techs as well. So there's not really a disconnect between the podcaster and the listener. So I think that that is why they're so popular. But like I said, Pat has the Kitchen Chronicles and that one is hot side and cold side. That's something that a lot of us don't do and that we're all learning about. But then for people like Pat, he can watch the overtime guys where they're all from different walks of life too. Like Bill does the bigger, more industrial commercial stuff. And then Chris Stevens does like the restaurant stuff and Joe does the hydronics like I do. And not only every show, but every person brings something different to the community. It never gets repetitive. Very good. Do you share back and forth, like they come on yours, you come on theirs, that kind of thing? Yes. Let's talk a little bit more about the misfits of HVAC. You say that's fairly new, but rapidly gaining. Give us some backstory on that. Sure. So we are in week 20 and we are well over the limit of listeners for Spotify ads. We have gained traction so quickly. It's insane. So our show, what our show brings to the community is the funny side. And we bring on people who are not typically reached out to or brought on other shows, hence the Misfits of HVAC. We have people who have 10 followers and people who have a million followers. 
So that is our thing is that we are all inclusive 100%. We have women, men, we have people from Jill's office, or we have Chris Stevens, or we have some guy on YouTube that has three followers. That's what we bring to it. And it's very much laid back. It's very funny. It's a place to unwind on a Saturday night if you're an HVAC tech. Very much so. Good idea to do it on the Saturday night. That's a good time slot for that. If someone wants to get in touch with you about these various things, is it one place or just through the social media channel? Just you'll pick it up there. So yeah, they can get a hold of me on social media. I respond to every message. It's very easy to get a hold of me. But you can also, if it's about Misfits specifically and you'd rather go that route, you can email misfitsofhvac at gmail.com as well. I just want to write that down. Misfits of HVAC. Spell it all out. M-I-S-F-I-T-S-O-F-H-V-A-C at Gmail. So let me make a guess. You drink a lot of coffee. I do. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite coffee? Because in order to be able to take care of all this, you got to have some higher boosted energy level. So I do. I do. What's your favorite? My favorite is Dunkin' Donuts. I love Starbucks, but I'm in Maine. So America runs on Dunkin'. (laughs) And I like butter pecan. What can I say? I'm typical basic girl. Have the worlds of like service and social media ever collided? Anything happen along those lines? Yes, actually recently. So we all know Steve Rogers of the Energy Conservatory. If you don't follow him in five minutes of following him, you'll learn more than you've learned in a year. I promise. He's a very good teacher, incredible teacher. So actually he reached out asking if anybody in the Boston area would be able to run Emmanuel J on his brother's house. And I went and did that. I drove three hours, went and did that. And we landed that job and we just finished it last week. So we got new properly sized systems in Steve Rogers' brother's house, which was incredible for me for those two worlds to collab like that. That was the Boston project. Yes. Yeah. So that's a distance though for you to go. You did that as... Yeah. We did that because Steve would do the same for me. (laughs) I recently got invited to train the trainer. I'm so excited to go to Minneapolis. And it actually, I'll be there on my birthday. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, Steve would do the same for me. And train the trainer. Explain what that is for listeners who aren't familiar with that, please. Absolutely. So the Energy Conservatory puts on train the trainer, I think once or twice a year. And it is very much a exclusive training for the ductwork side of things. So for duct leakage and blower door testing and all of these things that are new to most HVAC companies. So they put on this training so that trainers like me can go and teach the rest of our students about this throughout the whole year. So they make sure that we are well-trained in order to give proper information to our students, which is huge. This is something that doesn't happen a lot. It's every trainer for himself in this field. So it's amazing that Steve is putting this on. If you want to get involved, you can reach out to Steve directly or Chris Hughes or even Eric Kaiser, and they will get you set up. I believe they're full for this year, but there are more coming. Yeah. Is it September coming up? Yep. Yeah. You mentioned Eric Kaiser, who's with True Tech. We call him the Elk. (laughs) That's perfect. You're going to meet him for the first time up there at uh, Tech? Yes, I will. He was just here in Maine, but I was on the Boston job, so we missed each other. But yep, I'll be meeting him at Train the Trainer. Yeah. Chris and Chris Hughes, Eric Kaiser, and Chad Simpson were doing an Ironman Do you know about that race or anything about the backstory there? I do. So Chris and his wife have been marathon runners. Chris's wife specifically. She's a beast in that area. So Chris has been getting back into it. They found out that there was the Ironman. It just so happens that Eric can swim really well, apparently. (laughs) And Chad can bike. So they actually 
placed incredibly for the amount of training they had leading up to it. And they killed it. Super proud of them. It was like 26th overall or something like that. Yeah. Out of like hundreds. (laughs) Yeah. A couple hundred people there. It did so well. And I believe Eric actually beat his swim time by 10 minutes or a lot of minutes. I think he said he gave credit to the current and being around other people drawing forward. So, Oh, for sure. That's an interesting thing to pursue here, a little conversation. Is there anybody that draws you forward that makes you want to be better? There are so many people, so many people. I have been fortunate. It took a lot to be respected in my field, obviously, being a woman and being young and having tattoos and just being who I am. It took a lot to gain the respect that I have. And because of that, I have so much more respect for other people. There are a lot of people that I owe a lot of this to. Dirk being huge. Dirk Nauman. If you guys have not heard of Dirk Nauman, I'm actually a board member on his new... We're releasing it today after this podcast, actually. We're releasing HVAC in Recovery, which is a new nonprofit that will be reaching out and helping HVAC techs who are battling addictions to go to rehab for free and will be taking care of their families while they're gone. It's going to be amazing. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. He is a huge supporter of HVHX. He's a huge supporter of me myself. And he's always got something up his sleeve that he's like, let me challenge you with this. And I guess that's huge for me. I always need another push and another push. And Dirk's great for that. Brett Wetzel is my best friend from Bench Refrigeration Podcast. He's like that too. He's very much should drink coffee (laughs) because he acts like he does, but he's a huge pusher of mine as well. So definitely those two, but they're, everybody knows who they are. I mean, there are so many as well as my kids. I've got four teenagers who are all in trades. All of them chose the trades to work in. I've got a 17-year-old son who is in commercial flooring. I've got a 21-year-old son who is climbing cell towers for a living and repairing them. And then my two girls run all of the back end for Valeriani Air Conditioning at 17 years old. Wow. Are you involved with women in HVAC, the group? I am in the group. I have had a couple of opportunities that have been missed one way or another through SkillCat to engage with them. I did meet with them once, which was awesome. I just, I think we're on two different spectrums. There's a disconnect there somewhere, but I have a lot of respect for what they do for sure. Sure. Do you have any questions for me? I have so many questions. (laughs) Like how do I maintain this like neat hairline? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're kind of like both ends of the spectrum here. We are. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess true tech. True Tech is something that baffled me because I thought that it had been a lot around a lot longer. I do HVAC trivia every day on social media and I chose True Tech the other day and I did when was True Tech founded and it has only been around since 2016, I believe. Is that 2007? 2007 is what it was. That's what it was. there was something else that happened in 2016. But yeah, 2007, that's crazy to me. I just I feel like it's always been here. <laughs> so that was nuts to me to find that out. You always owned it. No, it was Jim Bergman and his dad, who's passed away since then, started in 2007. And Jim was actually working for me when I was at Testo. Uh, he was working part-time. He was a man of five jobs at once. I'm sure. When he and his dad were starting it, it was like, hey, can you give us some hints, advice here, whatever. So I was advisor for a couple of years. And then it started to take off. So I joined full-time in 2009. And then Eric Preston and I bought out his dad's shares. He and his dad's shares in 20. 14, I think, or 2015, right around there. That's when the transition was to Eric and I. And then Jim went to work for iManifold and now MeasureQuick. Eventually MeasureQuick, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
I did not know that Jim Bergman owned it before that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just constantly learning new things about True Tech. I'm actually amazed with True Tech. And I just want you to know that like without True Tech, my life would be a mess because just having everything in one place <laughs> is so good. I just ordered a micron gauge off of there yesterday. So just thank you for True Tech. <laughs> You're welcome. And this, I didn't intend for this to be a True Tech plug, but <laughs> that's cool. We actually went through just uh, switching website platforms two weeks ago today. And we had, I would say, it's nothing smooth and you've been doing something for 11 years. So that transition, and we're trying to take care of all the customer issues and everything's really settling into place nice, nicely here. So if when you do go to the True Tech site and you go to log in, you do have to reset your password on the new system. All your old orders should be there. All your old points should be there. And if you don't see anything, we have live chat, we have phone, we have email, you can get in touch with us and we can rectify the situation. We're just working hard at that. But only being two weeks into, I think things are settling in nicely. Yeah, I think it's a great transition for how quickly it happened. And nobody saw it coming either. So you guys definitely killed that. I told Eric already. I'm like, you guys, I don't know how you deal with it. And Eric's like the face too. So everybody probably just slams him with everything. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's the mustache. Yeah, we had planned it for a while. And we actually did the transition that everybody got together at five o'clock in the morning. Oh my goodness. Because that was like kind of our slowest period. Nothing ever stops when you have a website. But we got together at five o'clock in the morning and like around 5.20, we made the switch and things weren't flowing correctly for about two hours. But then we figured out we had some tech support help us out. So e-commerce tech support. Oh my gosh, that must have been terrifying. So it took about two hours, but then we were back in line. It's funny when you deal internet, there's all kinds of things I'm learning. My background's engineering, but it's more like product engineering, design engineering. And then running a website, it was interesting when we did this transition and you have to like publish to a new domain system to repoint to the new site. And when we did that, it showed up in Switzerland and India like instantly. <laughs> but it's like, that's cool, but <laughs> we don't sell there. That's all great and all. Oh my goodness. Once we got that figured out and all the United States server centers came online, it was started to breathe a sigh of relief. I bet. That was probably so scary. And for us on the other end, we're just like, oh, look, True Tech is doing this thing. <laughs> we don't even realize what goes into it. It's crazy. And back at you personally and you, the profession in the field, there's a lot of stuff that goes into just, hey, come fix this or come install this. And then it's done and it's turnkey and it's all set. And you just never know how much time it's going to take. You can't predict everything. Same thing for us. So actually, we tried to do this last week and you got stuck on top of a walk-in. Yes, on top of a walk-in. I was the only one that could fit. <laughs> it was that tight. It was that tight, but I got it. It was a wiring issue and I had to chase a, a low voltage short. And then where I needed to replace the wires to go into the box was happened to be on top. And that was lovely for me, but I got it. <laughs> and it was actually at a lobster place. So we have these lobster markets here where we've got to keep tanks cold and we've got walk-ins that are rooms. They're full buildings. And this one was not one of those. So I did not get lucky that day. But yeah, we got it. <laughs> You're a role model in a lot of ways. You're a role model for women in the field. You're a role model for a business owner. You're a role model to your children. You're a role model in your generosity that you're providing. What in your background? Where does this come from? Why are you like this? <laughs> That's a good question. I come from a very broken background. I come from absolutely nothing. I was a little island girl on Peaks Island in Maine, in the middle of the bay, and had a really tragic background. And I think that that adds empathy 
for anybody. And we all have our stories. So two of my children were fosters and are now my adopted kids. I've had them 10 years. That humbled me. And I think for me, knowing that kids that are in their situation or in situations that I was in as a kid, I wouldn't have had access. And I didn't have access. I didn't know that I could join a trade. I didn't know that there was training that I wouldn't have to pay for. I didn't know any of this was available to me. And it probably wasn't much leave back then. Now I'm able to push to those kids and to those 18-year-olds fresh out of foster care, fresh out of high school. I'm able to push to them that trades are an option, male or female, no matter who you are. And I think a lot of people, human beings in general, do better working with their hands. And if we don't have those people who are good at working with their hands in the trades, then our infrastructure crumbles. So I think that for me, it wasn't so much wanting to do a generous act. It was wanting to save this field by allowing the other 50% of the population that couldn't afford school in. So that's very much where my passion comes from, is just from coming from nothing and wanting other people who are coming from nothing to be able to be successful in their lives. And also, I'm terrified for this field that we won't have enough tech someday. As older techs age out, as the knowledge ball drops. And the other thing is there are a lot of techs who don't want to share their knowledge. and that doesn't help this industry in any way. So just getting as much quality knowledge out there to every single tech that I can possibly reach, that's where the drive is right there. Amazing. Amazing. Any closing thoughts for our listeners? Just if you want free training, if you need resource management in any state. So what I mean when I say that is that we can help women specifically find help with childcare. We can help you find hands-on training and apprenticeships in your state. We can help you find resources for sexual assault and discrimination. We have lawyers in 22 states that work with us and take on these cases pro bono or will pay at end. And we can help. That's the biggest thing. My closing thoughts are just that I'm here. If anybody needs me, our whole coalition is here. We do have 24-7 tech support. If you're having trouble getting through to a manufacturer, if you don't have somebody at your company that you feel comfortable going to, you can call us. Someone will always answer that number. I will send it to Bill so that he has it and the schedule. And yeah, if you need us, we're here. That's the biggest thing right now is just helping as many people as possible. It's really awesome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for coming on. And I'm booked to come on your show in a few weeks. So looking forward to that too. And I'll work on my dad jokes because you said it is for entertainment. So yes. <laughs> funny side. <laughs> yes. Ty will be so happy. Good, good. <laughs> Thanks again for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We hope you got something out of it. Learning from Jennifer about all the efforts she's putting in really to help save the industry from her standpoint. She doesn't want us all to drop that knowledge ball with the people that are leaving the trade and not as many coming back into it. Other trade-related resources and influencers out there include HVACR School, HVAC Shop Talk, Stephen Reardon, HVAC Reefer Guy, Tool Pros, Service Business Mastery, Quality HVAC, HVAC Overtime, HVACR Videos, Home Diagnosis.tv, AC Service Tech, Measure Quick. I'm going to include on that list HVAC Chicks and the Misfits of HVAC. Again, that podcast, it's links, Jennifer mentioned it, and there's links to it in the show notes. If you like what you heard today and you've not subscribed to the podcast, please consider doing so. 
And you can always drop us a line at marketing at truetechtools.com if you have a question or a suggested topic. Some of the topics we discuss require technical training for proper interpretation or safe execution. So if you're a trained pro, you can go right ahead. And if you're not, please consult with and hire a trained pro. The Building HVAC Science Podcast is a production of True Tech Tools Limited. In full disclosure, I'm a co-owner of True Tech. The opinions voiced are those of my guests or myself, depending on who is speaking, of course. And finally, if you're in the market for any tools or test instruments mentioned in our podcast or just in general for the HVACR or building science trades, take a look at www.truetechtools.com. That's T-R-U-T-E-C-H tools.com. You can use the offer code HVACBS for a nice discount. Thanks again for listening to the Building HVAC Science Podcast, and I hope you have a great day. Take care.